0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Well, good morning, everybody. How's it going? Good. Happy Father's Day to everybody who's a father. It's nice to see you all. Um, As you can tell, these are the only four praise team members currently here, so we're making do. Everybody else is gone. But um, one guitar doesn't fill in a whole lot, so. We're all born with a natural instrument, except for Leonard. We love you, Leonard, <laughs> so we can all sing, but um, if you want to stand we'll uh we'll pray and then praise God. God, we love you, we're here for you this morning. we praise you for the sunshine and just the nice days we've had. um as so we praise you with these words, these songs as uh Matt preaches, God, we pray that it all goes your glory for your kingdom we pray for leonard uh, and mandy as they're on vacation uh, for rest and uh, refreshment uh, and i pray that they come back renewed and uh, for safe travels for them um, and just uh, pray for the youth everything going on in that wing everything going on here god help us grow today closer to you uh, and as a better church for you uh, we are here for you and we love you and we praise you And uh, just may this be a great morning for your kingdom, God. Amen.
2: But I've heard the tender
3: Well, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you. Hey, a quick announcement, um, and, and this kind of leads into to this. Um, if you guys are in need prayer, want to talk, I will be in the studio, just the, the room right to the left here, out of the sanctuary, after service. Um, But I was also informed that um, I need to update you all on a very specific prayer request. Um, For those of you who don't know, Jared and Erica had their baby boy on Monday. Um, Tuesday, however, he started having real rapid heartbeats, Um, so they took him to the NICU. Um, Once he was in there, they got it controlled with medication, Um, but then... Um, they found out that he had low platelets. He's been transfused a couple times. Um, everything seems to be working. Platelets seem to be going up now since Friday morning. And uh, they just ask for continued prayers, um, lift them up. I know it's a struggle. I've been there twice. Um, so I know what kind of what they're going through, what they're feeling. Um, But hopefully early next week, they'll have a diagnosis and uh, start talking about discharging and getting out of there. So just keep them in your prayers, and let's go to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and just the time that we get to celebrate. Fathers, we we get to celebrate you. We get to celebrate all that you are um, good, that you're loving, that you're caring, that you take us each step of the way, Lord. Lord, we just ask that you just be with Erica and Jared and Sawyer Um, that you allow the doctors just to know what to do, um, the right diagnosis, and just the course of action through this time, Lord. We just also want to lift up the grandparents um, and the stress and the uncertainty, and just knowing that you're there comforting them, Lord. Um, We also just ask that you be with us this morning um, as we listen to the message, that we hear the message, that we're able to go out into this world and just be able to be thankful for what you've done for us, showing us what that father figure is supposed to be, showing us that we just need to be thanking you in all circumstances, Lord. We just love you and thank you so much for what you do for us, and it's in your son's name we pray. Amen. All right. Well, I'd like to start this morning with a little bit of a story. A story about a father, a father who took his son on a trip. You see, one day, a father of a very wealthy family took his son on a trip to a country with a firm purpose of showing his son how poor people live. They spent a couple of days and nights on the farm of what would be considered very poor family. And on their return, the father asked his son, how was the trip? It was great, dad. Did you see how poor the people live? The father asked, "'Oh, yeah,' said the son. "'So tell me what you learned from the trip,' the father asked. The son replied, "'I saw that we have a dog, and they have four. "'We have a pool that reaches to the middle of the garden, "'and they have a creek that has no end. "'We have imported lanterns in the garden, "'and they have the stars at night. "'Our patio reaches to the front yard,' And they have the whole horizon. We have a small piece of land to live on. And they have fields that go beyond our sight. We have servants who serve us. But, ha- but they have. But they have. But they serve others. We buy our food. But they grow theirs. We have a fence around our property that protects us. And they have friends that protect them. The boy's father was speechless. Then his son added, Thanks, Dad, for showing me how poor we are. (laughs) Isn't perspective a wonderful thing? Makes you wonder what would happen if we all gave thanks in everything that we have instead of worrying about what we don't have. So if you have your Bibles with with me, if you have your Bibles with you this morning, let's turn to Luke chapter 17. We're going to start with verse 11. While traveling to Jerusalem, he passed between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten men with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and raised their voices, saying, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he told them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And while they were going, they were cleansed. But one of them, seeing that he was healed, returned. And with a loud voice gave glory to God. He fell face down at his feet, thanking him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Didn't any return to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he told him, get up and go on your way. Your faith has saved you. You see, leprosy was a terrible skin disease. It was infectious and contagious. There were strict rules which a leper had to observe. The person had to live outside the camp, away from other people so the disease would not spread. If the sores went away, the leper had to go to the priest to be examined. If the priest said that the man was no longer contagious, he could go back and live with his family. You see, sometimes people got disease, they got the disease because they disobeyed God. Miriam, the sister of Moses, got leprosy because she and Aaron, her brother, said that God should be speaking through them as he did through Moses. We also know about a rebellious king of Judah by the name of Uzziah who contracted leprosy. At the beginning of his reign, he was a good king, but later he began to disobey God. He decided to go into the temple to burn incense to God. And only the priests were allowed to do this. And he was not a priest. He had leprosy the rest of his life and had to live in a separate house. The story about the ten lepers occurred when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. The men met him, but stayed a distance away. The law said that the leper must not come near and must call out, Unclean! Unclean! So people would know that they had leprosy. These men called out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on me. They knew he had healed others. Jesus told them to go and show themselves to the priest. As, he was, as they were going, a wonderful thing happened. Their skin became clean and free from leprosy. We can just imagine the joy that they felt. Nine of the men continued to go to see the priest, but one man. Turned back and came to Jesus. He was praising God with a loud voice and he fell at Jesus' feet and thanked him. This man was a Samaritan who was hated by the Jews. Jesus asked where the other nine men were. Ten healed, but only one came back to say thank you. And he was a foreigner. Jesus told the man, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. So my question this morning is how do we build up thanksgiving? How do we have thanksgiving in our lives? And their first point this morning is that there is a need where there is desperation. There is a need where desperation. You see, Jesus meets up with a band of ten lepers, and we know that Jews and Samaritans had no dealings, but out of them all, there was one Samaritan. Here is one example of a great law of life. A common misfortune had broken down the racial and national barriers. In the common tragedy of their leprosy, they had forgotten that they were Jews and Samaritans and remembered only that they were men in need. Surely one of the things which should draw all humans together is their common need for God. We don't know how long these men were lepers, but what we know is that they were lepers indeed as they were isolated from society and were not permitted to come to be a part of this community these men had waited for quite some time for someone to come and cure them their need was healing and i ask you what is your need today what is your need they had hoped that this jesus that they had heard about could would Cleanse them from leprosy. They asked for his mercy. They called him master, which means chief commander. They knew Jesus was totally in command, even the disease and death. Jesus is always the right person to cry out for help. We may not have leprosy, but every day we need Jesus. We need him to save us from our sins. We need him to help us not sin. We need him to help us with our problems. We need him to show us his mercy, to show us we are sick or hurt or sad or lonely, whatever we're going through. We need Jesus in our life. We need him when we're happy. We need him when we're well. He is the master of everything. And those lepers were right about that. You see, these men were distant from others for their fear of their leprosy being contagious. Many of us desire to keep ourselves aloof from everyone in our society, even our own families, but don't realize the need of the chief commander in our life till something adverse happens. These men had been distant from everyone else for a long time and were in need of someone to come, not only to heal them, but to restitute their relationship with their families, their communities, to themselves and above all, their creator. So I ask you again, what is your need today? What is your your impossible need? Is there something that you know that you can't fix in your life? And are you going to seek Jesus for it? Our second point this morning is there is a response. There is a response. Verses 14 through 16 says, when he saw them. He told them, go show yourselves to the priest. And while they were going, they were cleansed. But one of them, seeing that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice gave glory to God. He fell face down at his feet, thanking him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus saw them. How wonderful it is to be seen by Jesus. He, was, he always sees us. He notices where we are and what we are doing. He is intimately acquainted with us. He knows all of our needs. When we cry out to him, he hears us and he answers us. Jesus always hears us when we cry out to him. And he will answer us according to his perfect and loving will. You see, in our passage, Jesus points pointed them back to the town. Go and show yourselves to the priests. This was another way of telling the lepers that they were healed. Only people who had been healed were supposed to go see the priests. It was Jewish law that they said the priest was the one to examine the people to see if they had leprosy or not. The priest was the one who could pronounce them clean and allow them to go back to their families, their homes, their friends. Jesus had not yet healed them when he said they should go to the priest, but they trusted him. And went towards the priests. They were still covered with sores and had no feeling in their skin. Yet they went and did what Jesus told them to do. He directed them to do what seemed absurd. Yet they obeyed. They did not argue with him and say, but Jesus, we still have leprosy. Take it away and then we'll go see the priests. No, they turned and they went as they were, full of leprosy. They obeyed Jesus simply because he said to do it. A wonderful thing happened after they obeyed. As they were going to the priest, they were cleansed. First came their act of obedience, and Jesus said it, and they obeyed. Then the miracle happened. Often in life, it will be that way for us. We will cry out to Jesus to help us with something much bigger than us, And he will tell us what to do. It might seem crazy. It might be ridiculous. But when we obey him and trust him, the power and the miracle comes. How many men did Jesus cleanse of leprosy? He cleansed 10 men. And how many came back to thank him? Only one returned. If we look closely at this man that came back, We see that he was a Samaritan. Jesus was a Jew. Usually Samaritans did not talk to Jews. The other men were Jews, but they did not run back to Jesus. We see that this Samaritan praised God. He actually threw himself at Jesus' feet and praised him. Praise is worship. Praise is adoration. Praise is the expression of knowing God to be holy and right and good and glorious. This leper also thanked, also said thank you to Jesus. You see, thanksgiving is the expression of our gladness that God is good to us. Jesus loves a thankful heart. This one leper came to say thank you to Jesus for his provision and involvement and love in his life. This man received a double blessing. Not only was he healed of the skin disease, but he was also made right with God because of the desire to go back to Jesus and thank him. Think about your own life for a moment. How many times do you ask God for something? How many times a day do you ask him for something? Then he answers, do you remem- and do you remember to thank him when he does? All ten of the men asked Jesus to heal them, but only one of them made the extra effort to return to Jesus and to thank him. He was the only one who received the right relationship with God. The others were healed physically, but the Samaritan man was also healed spiritually. You see, some people only think about their physical life, what they will eat, what they will drink, what clothes they will wear, But Jesus taught that we must think more about spiritual things, like having a relationship with God. You see, that's the only thing that will last forever. So when you get tempted to want more, when you get tempted to want more things, remember to turn to God and thank him for everything that he has done for you. Then spend time getting to know him better. That is the way To be blessed. Thank you. Is not difficult to say is it? It says a lot. It acknowledges the thoughts and actions. Someone has given on our behalf. Thank you. Is a very important and beautiful thing to say. Especially to Jesus. Jesus loves a thankful heart. He gives us everything. Even the air we breathe. We deserve our thank yous all day long. He deserves our thank yous all day long. The Bible tells us it is God's will for us to say thank you. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says this. In everything, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In everything, give thanks. When we thank him, we are giving him the glory for all that goes on in our lives. You see, Jesus loves a thankful heart. A little boy wanted a hundred dollar bill very badly. He prayed for weeks, but nothing happened. So he decided to write a letter to God requesting a hundred dollars. And when the postal authorities received the letter to God, USA, they decided to send it to the president. The president was so amused that he instructed his secretary to send the little boy a $5 bill. The president thought that this would appear to be a lot of money to the little boy. And the little boy was delighted with the $5 bill and sat down to write a thank you note to God. And the postal authorities forwarded this letter to the president too, and it read, Dear God, thank you for thank you very much for sending the money. However, I noticed that I'm missing 95. You see, the context here is not the context here is that this is not how God works in our lives. He doesn't give us less for us meeting our supply and needs but it gives us abundantly and more than what we usually ask for. So much more than what we usually ask for. And that brings us to our third point this morning. Is that there is gratitude. Or there is ingratitude. The last few verses of this passage says, Then Jesus said, We're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? Didn't they? Didn't any return to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he told them, get up and go on your way. Your faith has saved you. You see, Jesus lets us know through these verses that he notices when we forget to thank him. He waits for our thanks and he waits for our worship. He gives us his mercy. He showers us with his blessings. He provides us and helps us all day long. But do we thank him like the Samaritan? Or are we like the nine who went on enjoying the gift of their cleansing but forgot the giver? You see, Luke Luke points out that God's grace is for everyone. But their ingratitude did not deny Christ's mercy to these nine lepers. But did deprive them from fellowship with him. You see, Jesus loves a thankful heart. Do you have a grateful, thankful heart this morning? You see, Jesus waits for our thank you to him. Sometimes we go along like the nine lepers, so excited with our answered prayer and our blessings that we forget to go back to Jesus and say, thank you. You see, saying thank you is something we have to train our hearts and minds do, We get so self-centered that we forget to thank people. We forget to thank the Lord. It takes training for our minds to forget ourselves and to remember to thank the Lord. Jesus loves a thankful heart. The verse in 1 Thessalonians tells us we should give thanks in everything, not just when things are going great but also in the bad. Saying thank you to the Lord when it seems nothing is working out right is one way to obey Jesus before we see his miracles. Here we note something very, very interesting. Jesus gives this man an additional blessing due to his thankfulness. Jesus loves a thankful heart. He has already cleansed. He was already cleansed from leprosy. But now Jesus lets him know he is made well. More would be well for him since he acknowledged God with a thankful heart. Psalm 107.8 tells us this. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. And for his wonderful works. To the children of men. The Lord deserves and waits for our thank you. For the little things and the big. It is right and good to give our thanks to Jesus. Just like the one leper. Jesus loves a thankful heart. Being thankful is very important to God. When we have a thankful heart... We are showing God that we recognize where our blessings are coming from. It also reminds us to keep our focus on God and to give him the glory for everything. You see, every day God blesses us and he answers our prayers. Sometimes we get busy and forget to say thank you for all that he has done for us. Sometimes our lives are so busy that we forget about it. Sometimes our lives are a mess, and we just don't think about it. How can we ever get through this? But I tell you, with Jesus, we can. We should always end our prayer time with God by saying, thank you. Be like the one leper who came back to Jesus to say thank you. You see, he was not only healed, but he was made whole one of the most important things that we can be thankful for day in and day out is our salvation. Because we cannot save ourselves. Salvation is a free gift from God that we can receive because of what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. This morning, as we come to a close, I kind of want to challenge you guys to be more thankful, to remember to say thank you, not only to the people around us when they do things for us, but also to God, because our lives are short. So this week, um, take some time, take your notes with you, put them somewhere where you're going to see them. Reflect on them. Kind of look in your life. Kind of look for those those needs, those struggles, those impossible things that you just can't get through. And give thanks in those circumstances. Because once we start giving thanks in those things, miracles begin to happen. Our lives begin to change. The lives around us begin to change. We start seeing God more. God wants our relationship. God wants to be a part of your life. And we can only do that through Jesus Christ because of what he did for us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time, this message, just to remember that you are here. You're, you're in our lives. You're working every single day. And that we need to say thank you more. Lord, there's people here that are hurting, that are struggling, that that are going through things that we might not even know. And, And I just pray that we can say thank you during those circumstances. That we can say thank you for those struggles. That we can say thank you for working in our lives so that we can get through it. Lord, we want to be like that one leper who came back, threw himself at your feet and said, thank you. Thank you for what you did for me so that we can be whole, so that we can be physically well and spiritually well, Lord. Lord, as as we close here this morning, I I just pray that if there is Something on somebody's heart. That that you just give them the strength to come and see me after the service. Come come forward. What, whatever it might be, that we can pray for them, that we can help them through whatever they're going through, Lord. Because without you in our lives, we can't do it. Because you give us the strength so we can get through anything. You help us to be resilient. You help us to be strong. You help us through everything, good and bad, the ups and downs. And we thank you for that. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen.
4: If you want to start to uh, open your communion. Bow and join me in prayer. Father, as you call us, as you call us here this morning to hear these words, to to take them to heart, as you call us here to this table, you know our needs even before we cry them out that you ask us to cry them out and you call us to this table because you know we need your bread your word your comfort your grace your mercy and you feed us that bread and you know we need this juice that represents your blood that you spilled and shed to cover us to cleanse us of our sins and to meet our need lord as we get ready to take these emblems we thank you for your word for your shed blood and for your mercy and for your love for us and i just ask that um, as these are are blessed to each of us that we take them in reflection of you so that we are prepared to go forward for you and to share this good news and to share you in your son's name we pray.
1: Stay animal we'll close
2: in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene in wonder. singing
1: out with just the voices one more time singing together as we go out of here
2: we're singing how high-
1: this week. We'll see you next week.